I'm good. Indecisive yeah. as ever, but I'm good. Yeah, yeah. We went on a whole journey trying to, <laughs> which is part of the fun of Pluto. Um, what did you choose eventually? Uh, the great Beavis and Butthead. Yes. What made you choose this other than it was coming on soon? Other than a woman on uh, the computer yelling at me and telling me I had to fix something immediately. Yep. Beavis and Butthead is a great show. It's one of my uh, one of my favorites of the uh, the old school era of MTV, pre Jersey Shoreification of the channel, and uh, <laughs> one of the great uh, metal dudes as as protagonists of a TV show, and a great way to see new music back in the day that you might mm-hmm. not have seen it for people who might not be metalheads to be exposed to some cool shit. They played a lot of extreme music back in the day, and uh, and they're just fucking funny. Did it and- influence you? No, my musical tastes were pretty uh, pretty set in stone by the time I saw the show, but it was cool to see bands like Morbid Angel and uh, just being seen and thinking about them being seen by people who probably never watched like a Headbangers Ball episode. They got to see them mm-hmm. on this. Yeah, so I don't know. I It was always just sort of on. Like that was just a weird time of like TV watching and programming. I just feel like it was always on MTV. And we didn't get MTV until, like, kind of later. I don't know. It's weird. Um, MTV at that time was notorious for just blocks of TV. Yeah, like it, yeah. They were the original binge show because they just would have the exactly. same thing on all the time, which was great if you liked it, you know, because they would right. have, like, the Ren and Stimpy episodes on or mm-hmm. the spinoff of Beavis and Butthead, Daria, which was a show Daria. I loved. That was my favorite, yes. Yeah. But I, I wish that it. was on. We definitely would have watched that, but... Because I, I mean, I've definitely rewatched Daria. Don't know that I've ever gone back to rewatch any Beavis and Butthead. Well, Daria's much more, uh, she has, I mean, the arc of Daria. It's a very, Mike, even though Mike Judge left, he did not do Daria. It is very much in the vein of a King of the Hill where mm-hmm. it's a cartoon that is kind of more salient and more poignant than a lot of live action mm-hmm. car, uh, sitcoms that would exist. Because Daria's a real person, like she really seems like a real person. Mm-hmm. And she grows, and you see her go throughout the entirety of high school. So Dari's a really cool show in terms of that. I always loved it, and I thought it was real heartwarming and real serious. You know, it got mm-hmm. it got it wasn't afraid to get dark and to think that it spun off from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> from this, too. yeah, so great. But it's like Mike Judge is a fucking brilliant writer and a super mm-hmm. cool dude, and like the shows he's created, you could see the Beavis and Butthead kind of got him in the door, and then he just did the shit. You know, the really important shit. You know, this mm-hmm. is important. But, you know, King of the Hill is my all-time favorite show, too. So I'm a Mike Judge lover. Mm-hmm. Um, Office Space, one of my all-time favorite movies. So just to... Mine, too, yeah. And you could see, you know, like, it's one of those things where the dick and fart jokes hmm. get, are the, the... What people think of when they think of this, if they don't really know. But when you watch this, you could see the humor. You could see the intelligence of a Mike Judge behind it all. Mm-hmm. And... uh I think it's great. Yeah, well, right now, one of them is stuck in some sort of pipe. Um, <laughs> it's a terrible, terrifying to think of. Yeah, do you remember this episode? Uh, it's not really one that's uh, sticking uh, Yeah, I was going to try brain. to look it up to see where we were. The, the commercial that airs is for a 
bath bathroom <laughs> company too. Well, he's got yeah. his head stuck in a pipe. <laughs> Mine is for Dairy Queen. Oh, those blizzards look so good. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I always thought it was funny, like their little shorts and t-shirt outfit too. That they look like they're wearing their little like their uh, their gym outfits <laughs> when they're in the, <laughs> the most of the episodes, but. Not a lot of costume changes. Um, no, I mean, it's a cartoon. You don't really need yeah. to change your outfit that much. I try to live my life that way, too. I try to wear the same stuff all the time so that people don't get confused. When I come into the house, they're going to be like, who's this fucking asshole with a cowboy hat on and a fucking bolero shorts or something, you know? Just keep it simple. <laughs> what are bolero shorts? That's a thing I made up because I was trying to okay. think of another item of clothing, but I couldn't think of anything. I think it's a bolero oh. hat. It's a bolero something. I don't know. Tie, I think. <laughs> That's a bolo tie. <laughs> Same thing. Yep. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, yeah, that's the thing with Beavis and Butter, too, is you get the 12-minute, kind of a precursor to mm-hmm. Adult Swim, where you get the 12-minute episodes, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, always... it says safe driving is the yeah. episode. So I'm just a tiny bit ahead of you. Look at this crew that they're, they're roaming with. You got the skinhead kid. <laughs> Todd, the angry uh, older metalhead that always fucks with them. The animation is really tripping me out. Yeah, I think this is season one, so the it's season real baby. Four, episode twenty three. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right. uh, July eleventh, nineteen ninety four. Date. I had just graduated from high school. Oh boy. <laughs> Did you fail your driver's uh, test the first time you took it? No. <laughs> Who does that? Many, many people. No, I I was a student. I was a straight A student. I wasn't failing shit. No, like the actual test, though, when you went to no. Oh, okay. no. Did you know that some places... You trying like, to call me a bad driver or something? I'm not sure it? what you're alluding to. I didn't say anything. I'm just assuming so. Yeah. Like, how many times did you fail your exam? Like, zero times, motherfucker. There was grades younger than me um, that had little little town set up that they would drive the car we didn't have drivers out of my high school that was not a thing but there was other high schools that had like a little town that was set up that you could drive in and uh, yeah my one ex-girlfriend he was a lot a little younger than me she had a thing where they would wear drunk goggles so they would do this thing it was a virtual driving class where they would do a virtual driving class oh okay then they had these things that were called drunken goggles that they would put on you so your reaction times are all fucked up and shit like that. So it's kind of like to scare you away from driving. I have no idea if that's – I've never experienced that, but pretty fucking hmm. wild. Technology is amazing. Yeah. It, it's funny that, like, because Metallica and ACDC here, and, you know, like, Metallica Black Album was mm. – had been around for a while. Like, you know, the metal – metal had become a little more mainstream, but was still pretty far on the ground around this time. So Beavis and Buttheads were still known as, like, these metal dudes. You know, this is before entertainment was played at every sports stadium and every, you know, like it, that stuff was just not as common. So these guys being these little metal heads was uh, like the scare films from the 50s. Yeah, they're <laughs> great. Blood on the highway. Yeah. We had more scare uh, sex films when I was in high school than we did have the scare drive. Driving was non-existent. Like my school had no, there was nothing involved with driving. That's weird. What what do kids do? Their parents just taught them? You either got your parents teach you and you just went to the DMV or you could pay someone to do te- or drive uh, school for you. But my That's school had weird. nothing. 
Yeah, it was all uh, outside, the, outside the school system. But they did teach us about the rhythm method for sex, so you know they were up oh on their. Oh God. <laughs> they were up on their shit, you know. That's what well, you should. We were the opposite. Them. No. That's what you should teach it. a a seventh grade or eighth grade boy to count the days of ovulation mm. and still uh, come inside your your teen girlfriend, not just pull out. That was taught too, but stuff that wouldn't happen today. Right. What What's the rhythm method? Uh, that's when you. Uh, do the non-ovulating times of a woman's cycle and you can still come inside of her. Right, right, right. Which is always... Yeah, Yeah, that's shaky. You don't want to do that. No. I jump outside the window every time I have to come. I don't even stay in the same room. (laughs) Well, you got to be safe, you know? Do you like the doppelgangers of uh, B and B in in the the video? They're great. They're like their stunt doubles. Yeah, Butthead's really handsome. Uh, Beavis Head's still kind of like a dork, but they made yeah. Butthead pretty handsome. I had a cousin named Amel who sounded kind of like Butthead mixed with Jerry Seinfeld. A cousin named what? Amel. It's a. Uh, <laughs> it's E M I L. I don't know if it's. it's I guess it's Italian since he's a hundred percent. But yeah, That's his name was Amel. Amen. Sorry about that. Yeah, he was a little younger than me. My dad liked him a lot more. He eventually married Bob Weinstein's daughter, so that was a whole what? thing. Yeah, I went to the wedding of Bob Weinstein's daughter in like 2005 or six. Holy shit. Yeah. Are they still together? I, that was literally the last time I talked to any member of my family. I had a hippie, <laughs> I had a hippie freak out. Fucking really? Cursed out, yeah, cursed out my dad and said, fuck off everyone, I'm out of here. Left Where the Weinstein. Was it? it was in the city somewhere in some crazy fucking chapel and then some big ass fucking like granite building i don't even exactly remember but i left i left the wedding and went to some fucking halal place and got fucking a tall boy and me and my girlfriend ate fucking fucking halal and said fuck that stupid bullshit so yeah wow yeah that was the whole thing yeah when the the whole Halloween thing happened i was like yeah fuck you guys so uh, i mean i was really sad about all the women whose lives were ruined right you know there's that part at least my uh cousin like that's a business then as well. That was a spite. Uh, not what I, but yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Are you excited to see the new Beavis and Butthead movie that's coming out or just debuted on Paramount Plus? I was going to mention that. I was wondering when it was going to come out. Um, I, it's been, people I've been seeing have said it's like they are, it's, it's, I, I don't know the exact date, but. Were you a fan of the movie? Did you see the movie when it came I did out? see the movie, yeah. I, I remember. Mostly, the music, Love Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that song sticks with me for that movie. I think it was the single from the soundtrack because that was yeah. u- that was ubiquitous in like ninety yeah. seven. I think that came out. Yeah, something like that. Um, but I remember liking the movie. It was a big deal. I thought uh, not that great. It wasn't like a South Park level. I don't think. It didn't. South Park was such a social commentary when it came out with their their uh, movie, but even but it was just a amped up version of the show. But I I really enjoyed it. It mm-hmm. it you know when you make a movie for uh, I know the Bob's Burgers I heard really their new movie is supposed to be amazing and it doesn't really take too much different. It doesn't do too mm-hmm. much different than the show. Mm-hmm. The Beavis and Butthead movie did have a lot more. You know, like there's a you know they're being chased by the government and stuff like that and. You know, it's not exactly – I watch the show because I like watching, like, suburban dudes hanging out and 
sitting on a couch. You know, to me, that mm-hmm. strikes a nice little nerve. So, and there are little minor misadventures throughout their town. You know, the uh, cross country aspect of it is fun for a movie, but it's not exactly why I watched this show. They got a job. They're totally uh, cashiers now. Burger place. How come this is the second time we've done a Pluto and there's a burger scene? A burger oh, yeah. Scene. Mm-hmm. Look at these prices for these drinks. Oh, shit. Switched off. <laughs> it was very cheap in 94. Affordable. I mean, it's just water coming out, right? Of a spigot. <laughs> Have you ever won a visor? Uh, hmm. Maybe a few times, but. The visor I'm, not, I'm not a hat person. I don't like a hat. <laughs> Does that count as a hat on the entirety of your top of your like, episode? Yeah, if it has a brown, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a thing with the visor in the 2000s where you would, you know, douchebag guys would wear them upside down, turn them to the side, all sorts of visor. <laughs> there was a kid at that wedding that I, I had the hippie freak out there who would wear the, uh, what's that kind of Woody Allen hat called with the, Safari hat that dudes would wear, a bucket hat kind uh, of deal. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking but, about. But he cut the top off, and he what? would pull his tiny little white boy dreads, that which are like three inches tall, out the top of the hat. <laughs> and I walked up to this dude at that wedding, and I'm like, hey, man, you want to smoke some fucking weed? This fucking wedding sucks. I went to high school with this kid, too, so like, I kind of knew him. He's like, ah, man, I got a fucking uh, I got a job on uh, Monday. I can't be I'm like, you got fucking little white boy dreads popping out your fucking stupid hat on a daily basis, and you're not going to go smoke weed at a fucking wedding? So, anyway. Yes, I've never won a visor either. Okay. <laughs> to answer my question. <laughs> waiting rooms are the worst. I know you spend a lot of time in waiting rooms, but whenever yeah. I see them in a, in a show, I fucking, I just, I just think of bad magazines and weird yeah. kids' toys on the floor. Uh, it's so gross. I hate every, every waiting room I've ever been in. Since you're back, you're on a, you're on an X-Files rewatch now, so, um, I feel like maybe yeah. this little, uh, how's this striking you? Oh, this is a, is this a truth test or, no, I thought it looks like, test. yeah, it looks like a lie detector test. Truth test. I like how it, one of the little electrodes is in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you really get the truth from. Yeah. I was it's, so fascinated with those things as a kid. Yeah, yeah. They're trash though. It's like, you can beat it. You can't rely. Well, I mean, it I shouldn't be assume. used to like determine anything. <laughs> oh, it's so sad that like people's lives have literally been ended because of, like, I know they're not admissible, but like, yeah, like fuck, man, you put me on that thing, I'll tell you the truth, and I'll get that shit wrong. My fucking blood level will spike. That's what I'm saying. It's you can trick it. But when you were a kid, when you first see that on a TV show, you would literally like think, oh, it could tell. It just oh, knows. Yeah. Like you don't yeah. know shit. So much so that it's a Seinfeld episode's entire plot with the uh, the Melrose Place episode, where Jerry uh, has to admit that he watches Melrose. Do you remember that shit? Yeah, I do. It's good stuff. Oh, how happy! But that is that the girls touch it. On. <laughs> I'm sorry, Beavis. The girls putting the the, the things on him. He's like super oh, smart. God. <laughs> if you go to the the dentist and you have... you're not gonna put those in my nads, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you can if you want. He said. <laughs> I love the disembodied hand just coming in and out of frame. Yeah. You don't even see the chick; it's yeah. just coming in and out. <laughs> I like his left hand is just clenched. Yeah, like he's just—he's literally twitching. He's just a ball of literally. That's what it's like to be a teen boy. I'll tell you that was, right now. I was just gonna say it reminds me of my son. <laughs> Dude, 
we are just we don't know what just, we want to do. It, everything's weird, like just weird. My, what do I do with all of this? Like you know, it's mm-hmm. it's a weird time, and you're in pain. I mean, I know your son, but like might uh, be different than me. But I remember just because you get a growth spurt in your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't even all of a sudden your clothes are weird, and like it's just, mm-hmm. it's just a weird time. You ever go to someone's house that was so dirty they had cans next to the television? Uh, yeah. Jennifer Smith's house. No, not mine. <laughs> well, people be leaving their fucking cans everywhere. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Did you have that one friend that has a particularly messy house that you would yes. constantly bugged out? What was the craziest shit you ever saw that house? My mama used to hate <laughs> for me to stay over there because she <laughs> to pick me up. Well, they had a lot of animals in their house. You have to stomp out your your pant legs when you left because the cockroaches will climb up your legs. Not roaches, but you know there. She had you know a lot of animals, a lot of fleas. Not a fleas. Lot. Oh. Um, not it wasn't the worst, but her parents smoked in the house, so it was. Uh, my mom would just like wash everything when I got home. <laughs> I feel bad. I don't know. I feel bad. Do you still talk to that person? Is that going to listen to this and be upset? They're not. Uh, I highly doubt it. Okay. Uh, but. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Freaking fucking flashback. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I apologize. It's like I started thinking about it and like smelling it. Oh, it's that vivid, huh? A lot of memories. Like, yeah, it's weird. Is that like the coffee cup found in my I, I have a lot, Like, I don't remember a lot of. When I was young, you know, I don't remember a lot of my childhood. I said it before, but every now and then something will click with me like that. And a lot of I had, then I remember a lot of stuff. I don't know, it's weird. We we had a kid named well, his name is doesn't is important, but he was that kid in our school, and uh, his mom would come to our school, and she was a little off. She would just walk around the halls, which is how different the world was in the 1980s, because she would just yeah. enter our elementary school and just walk through the halls with a microphone that wasn't plugged in. What? She start, yeah, she would just, like, walk around, and, like, she had had, like, three kids go through the, the school system, so, like, she was just kind of known. She lived really close to the Oakview school, and uh, he was, that was a very not great house to go to, and then one day after, like, whatever, this the kid... We went to get a sandwich at the sandwich shop, and he made the sandwich. And uh, his name was Doig. Last name was Doig. And my buddy, we sat there. The kid made both our sandwiches. We walk out. My buddy grabs my sandwich from my hand, took his, and threw it in the fucking garbage and said, we need a fucking Doig witch today, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and we walked across the street and got pizza instead because uh, this kid's house was rough. So these Beavis and Buttheads have no music videos in them. So they're going by real quick. Yeah, they, they are. Would norm- they would normally be 11 minutes long with a couple of video interludes. So these things are banging out like nine at a time right now. Which is a shame because I heard that the Paramount does have the videos in it. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. a huge plus. <laughs> I love they have their cornhole uh, yeah. shirt over the head thing. It's like, like in in the nineties, like you could have kids like this in your class, like, and they they would just do this weird shit, and everybody just let it go. Like it was like they're just the weird kids, right? 
Well, you look at it and you see the show and like what you were saying about the house where they're watching TV, they're neglected kids. They're kids whose parents just are not interested. Yeah. And like, you know, and I was a latchkey kid, but my mom actually like was genuinely interested in my well-being. <laughs> but mm-hmm. there's plenty of people who have kids that are not. And uh, I don't know if Texas has a lot more of them or not. I don't know if this is indicative of what Texas is like. Besides, it doesn't look that hot, but I don't see the fucking heat lines or anything like that. <laughs> I like the idea of, like, back back then, when you would watch, like, the old Nickelodeon, like, game shows, and the kids have no idea how to act on camera. It's kind of like when you watch, like, old wedding videos and shit, and the guy puts the wedding camera, and they, everyone's just, like, narrating what they're doing. Like, it's like, people were so uncomfortable being on camera back then. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, fuck, you have a camera in your face for the second you're born, you have mm-hmm. your own camera against you, you know, you're doing your own TikTok videos and shit when you're young, so... You a big nose picker or no? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? He's picking his nose. So like, are you a nose picker? Well, no, everybody, a... everybody has to pick their nose, right? No, I don't ever pick my nose. Well, I do a Jersey snot rocket. Uh, <laughs> it's when you close one nostril and you blow it out, you know? Like, I've never, I don't stick my finger up there. I just snot rocket them out. I try to wait to the shower and get them all out, but. Well, what if something's like. In your nose and it's bugging you, and you could feel it. Like if it's like uh, getting in there, I kind of do like a massage thing where I massage it down the nostril from the outside until I'm ready to like maybe like do a little pinchy, a little pinchy magoo, you know? <laughs> Pull it out. The whole pinchy magoo, you say? Well, when I was a kid, I didn't like to blow my nose, so I would take the tissue and, and spin it into a really fine point and then shove and stick that up my nose almost like a. Like a like a magnet, like the magnet. Oh, like the game, like when you're on the boardwalk and there's the magnet, and you're trying to get the metal fish out of the water. I'll mm-hmm. kind of stick that pointy thing up my nostril and pull the boogers out. Right, right. But I, I didn't like to blow. Why? Well, I love it now. No, I'm just <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I just had this. <laughs> I just had this weird thing with uh, blowing out of my nose. I don't know. My mom would do it for me. Like she would just take my her hand and grab one nostril and go and hold the tissue to the other one and go blow. <laughs> She'd be like, she would, I've definitely done that a bunch of times. She would just be so sick of me sitting there watching TV, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Fuck all right, that. Uh, I to this day, anytime anyone is doing that nostril thing, I'm like, blow your fucking nose, bitch. <laughs> or the people that do the little like <clears throat> thing, it's like hock it up. Talk it up, get it out. <laughs> fucking three hours of fucking that sound. Get it out of there. <laughs> like when people have the hiccups when they're fucking super drunk, it's like, go puke, come back, yeah. we'll have a great I, time. Yeah, I hate the hiccups. Don't fight it off, just go puke. Just burp. <laughs> <laughs> you, would you watch this documentary that they're filming? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was pretty good. Teen life in, in Texas. It reminds me of Clerks. Mm. <laughs> Leafed out his cursing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Do you ever, ever in a documentary? In a documentary? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm aware of. Have you ever been filmed? Great question. Have you ever been like when you go to Comic Cons and stuff? Does anyone ever throw the camera in your face? Like, yeah, hey, what are you doing here? Or like, you were ever on the news or anything like that as a kid? 
Um, or is it adult in the past? I did like a segment on a local like live at noon type show. Noon. Net noon. <laughs> um, with my son, uh, well, with my family at the, and he was tiny. So my son has cystic fibrosis and we, we I was very involved in raising money for the CF Foundation and I was organizing one of the walks because they do like a countrywide walk. It's called Great Strides. So I was like the leader or whatever. Somebody, I knew somebody, somebody reached out. I, I don't remember how we got on, but they were like, we want you to come on with your family and talk about CF and talk about the walk. And so I did that. Um, I was about, I was about 80 pounds heavier than I am now when I did that. So it was very uncomfortable. I felt horrible. I wasn't comfortable speaking, <laughs> especially yes. on camera. And then my son was very small and he was like moving around and like trying to do things while I'm trying to talk to this lady so, on TV, uh, live. So I did that. Is that taped? Did you tape it on VHS? Did the? Uh, I I don't know that I. I mean, it might be in the Facebook archives, but <laughs> I, it might be, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh God, please don't Google that. <laughs> um. Anyway, what about you? Well, I'm sure you have. You've been in movies and shit. I've been in some movies, but I've never been a. Uh, I don't think I was ever on a television show. <laughs> One time, my car was in. There was a little news piece about like there was a bunch of robberies at the uh, where I worked. I worked at a Barnes and Noble, and there was a movie theater. It was a big uh, shopping area mm-hmm. on Route Three in uh, close to New Jersey. And a New York Giant got mugged in the parking lot. You know, it was like on the the border of a kind of right. more uh, crime area. And, uh, yeah, there was just always, there was just people leaving their cars for hours, you know, so it was kind of like a hotbed. So the news came to do like a little, or a little thing about like, uh, where, how you should oh, park your car under a light and do all this shit. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like I saw it happening and I'm like, there, my car happened to be parked where I always parked it, which is under a light. So I'm going on my lunch break. I go, I used to walk to this pizza place and get a tall boy and smoke some weed and get a couple slices and then go back to my car. And like hang out and then go back to the inside the, the work and I go to my car and there's a fucking <laughs> news crew lunch break. Well, no, they don't. A tall boy and a pizza. That's the best part about any lunch break. But I go to my back, go back to my car because I could walk to the pizza place and there's a news crew pointing their shit at my car. Oh, I guess it wasn't lunch because it was nighttime. But yeah, and they're like, oh, this. Car. Like my mom watched it eventually. It's like, yeah, your car was the news. Like, oh, you know, look at this guy. He was really smart. He parked his car. Like, if they had come like 20 minutes later, I would have been in that car hotboxing it <laughs> with a tall boy and a fucking couple slices of pizza. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to get the fuck out of the goddamn thing. But anyway. Oh, that would have been trippy. Been oh, it would have been fucking really wild. But they were they were tinted windows, so. I pretended, or I told girls when I had them in the back of it. Um, <laughs> Dumb girls, I guess. You're going to get in the back of a van with me. you got to be pretty stupid. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, all right, man. So, new episode. Sour cream and salsa pork chop, Ryan's. Sounds like a nightmare. That, no, that sounds kind of good. That needs to be a thing. <laughs> God damn, it sounds like a nightmare. 
Great balls of cheese. That's not bad. Oh, look how frustrated he is. When the the bag doesn't fall. It's not gonna fall. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> what a great pose. What I love bit. about the animation is like it looks like like some kid in class drew it. You know what I'm it's, saying? Yeah, it's crude, but also yeah. like that, pos- Very that pose. Good. But that pose that he just did was so well thought out because it was so fucking ridiculous that he was in there and just bent underneath. Look at this guy just scratching the scratch offs at his job. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> you get that. If you get that one right, like they right. fire me. Maybe I should start hire, getting hired at places that have scratch offs and just scratch them off until I win one, and then I just leave eventually. They'll never figure it out. I often wondered if you could just get retail jobs. You know how, like, if you get a retail job, there's like a couple days of like uh, introductory shit. You watch a video, mm-hmm. do some like paperwork. It's like if you just did that, do you just live off that? <laughs> You just do that part until you do have to actually start working, and then you just, like, ditch the job. Hmm. Three days of work at a time? Yeah. I don't know. You just call him a fart, fart knocker, by the way, which is a very underused slang derogatory term. It's hard to say. That's why. Fart knocker? Yeah. Why don't you say it? It's too long. You won't even say it now. Fart knocker. <laughs> I think you got it. I think you nailed it. We're going to bring it back. We're bringing it back from now on. <laughs> Next group call. Fart knocker. I keep waiting for one of the doors to open. She's got a entire muffler attached to the key of the women's room. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Why does she leave it on the outside of the door? That was weird. Yeah, it's, it's like a fucking 48 hours mystery waiting to happen right there. Have you ever asked a stranger for money? Um, I don't think so. I've never had it in me to really do it. No, I don't think so. A whole buck, wow. A stranger gave me money recently, which I thought was (laughs) Did she think you looked a little down on your luck? No. (laughs) (laughs) Might Uh, be a bad sign. I was I was at a place and the bathroom was upstairs, so and there was live music uh, downstairs, and it was cool, you know, we're vibing, and there was a dude that was walking up the steps at the same time as me, and by the time we get to the top, we chatted a little bit and we were talking about the music, and I was like, I wish I had money to tip the guy, but I just never carry cash on me. I don't know why I said that. I just. Small talk as you're walking to this awkward building trying to go to this bathroom. Anyway, I come out of the bathroom, and he was kind of like loitering, you know. And I'm like, okay. I'm kind of like shining away. And he gets out his wallet, and he gives me like $3. He was like, here, go tip the guy. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? (laughs) He was like, here, here's some. You said you never have cash, so I gave you some cash. Go tip the guy. I'm like. Okay, <laughs> thanks. So then I didn't know what to do with that, so I just gave it to the guy. I was like, good job. He played Hotel California and did a good job. <laughs> that just means he had seven minutes not to do his job yeah. anymore. <laughs> That's a great, like, paying it forward. Double double pay it forward. 
Yeah, yeah, it was nice and just unexpected, I guess. Woodering and loitering, that's we need to change those up. They're too close. What did I different. say? I probably so you said you said it properly, I'm just saying okay. woodering's too close. I love that nachos once again, in the last Pudo we did, nachos were a major part of it. <laughs> but I look how hungry he is. He has to eat one M M&M and M from the inside. Uh, oh, he's so happy. Look at him shake from that. Oh, uh, but bless him. Oh no. The butthead is just rich with just <laughs> la- lousy with nachos right now, dude. Just all over the place. Poor Beavis. Beavis is manja. That was brutal. What a ditch move. Oh, he doesn't even realize his buddy's like completely missing. Oh my god. <laughs> Alone screaming. It's not just rule. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I love the, uh, like a nacho. Like, that's a, like, a true treat for this little dude, you know? He gets a mm-hmm. pure nacho meal. It oh, would be funny. Zaxby's commercial, Jesus Christ. A what? Zaxby's. I have no idea what that is. I know, it's fried chicken. You don't eat food, so it's fine. I, don't th- I think it's a regional thing, too. I don't think we get that over yeah, here. Yeah, I don't know. We got DraftKings. I'll eat that. They don't have fried chicken. I don't know what they got. When you vacuum, what's the weirdest thing you ever found in the cushions of your couch when you vacuum? I saw that little M&M in there, right? Like, mm. those cushions, man, they get some shit. <laughs> they, they will find, you will find some stuff in there that is, uh, I have a lot of hair ties of mine. I know that. Oh, yeah, me too. Hair ties everywhere. Uh, chapsticks used to be a thing. Oh. All the time. All my chapsticks disappear. Don't. You shouldn't be using chapstick anyway. Why? Because it's a, you, it depends on it. Your, your body stops making the moisture. Yeah, yeah. I'm already past that. Yeah. What? Oh. An addict. <laughs> uh, this episode, Radio Sweethearts. They're at their job again. So they, they look at the continuity, right? Okay. They, got, they still got their jobs. At the fry. The fryer. <laughs> oh, everything's going to be about food, isn't it? Radio. What the hell happened to that gun? Oh, it's got the fry grease on there. I like the idea. Like the, <laughs> the the radio is pulsing with the audio that's coming out of it. Yeah, yeah. Everything's pulsing. Yeah, everything's shaking. The cars are shaking. The I don't remember shaking. that. I mean, I remember like him shaking a lot. Beavis will shake a lot. Well, that's when he gets pure cornhole. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a Doctor Katz episode. You remember Doctor? Yeah, Katz? yeah, yeah. Squiggle vision. Nothing that like an old school radio. Anywhere? Dr. Katz, I have not found it streaming. I don't Maybe, I don't know who has that. I don't know who uh, might have the uh, rights to that. I mean, it was Comedy Central, but I don't know if he produced it. It's a great show. I have a few seasons on the on DVD. On the DVD, I almost said. <laughs> you know, go check the Netflix, too. You like the posters on the wall at this radio station? Let me get there. <clears throat> oh, sorry. No. Yeah, those are great. <laughs> Once again, we have CDs and cassettes on a, on a Pluto we're doing. Everything seems to be lining up. What do you think I should do if my hairline ever gets like that? Just jump off a bridge? Uh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had yeah. a five head, but you know what? Like, it's, I always worry that the five head's like getting further and further, but then I look at pictures of me when I was like in my 20s, and I'm like, oh, it was the same five. I've always had that head. <laughs> but with, now that it's like, you know, you're getting older, you worry that five head is, you know, become a seven head. If you did, if it did get that far back, would you still have your length 
Or... No, no, I've kind of made a. I'm not going to be a hair coward like Braun Strowman no. or some of these guys. Oh, no, like, is that right? Yeah, once I get to that point, I'm going full Baldski. I'm not mm. going to fucking pull it off. I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to be a hair coward. I'm just going to go for it. No need. <laughs> so, all right. So this uh, we talked about Mike uh, Mike Judge, right? You see that oh. little. I see this this plump lady and her little uh-huh. Uh-huh. like that character Skinny design. It's a little Dale Gribble. It's not uh-huh. Dale Gribble, but you could see the uh, the precursor to Dale Gribble right there. And I think obviously Mr. Anderson, who's the neighbor, is pre Hank Hill. Right. Not Hank Hill. A lot of people thought he was supposed to be Hank Hill when King of the Hill came out too. That uh, he was supposed to be Mr. Anderson, but he's obviously not because Hank's a sweet guy and Mr. Anderson's angry. <laughs> With that face butt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why are they at the radio station? I wasn't paying enough attention. Yeah, me either. Oh, they won a contest to get on, mm. on the. If you had to pick between listening to only Metallica or ACDC for the rest of your life, would you? Metallica. Never been an ACDC guy. I appreciate them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, maybe just everything. Uh, everything they've done is like overplayed. Mm, and uh, Which, it's. They don't really stray from the formula too much either. They yeah. really uh, yeah. kind of go into it. I did like that they were always adamant about not having a greatest hits for many, many years. So mm-hmm. yeah, didn't do that. Oh, free, <laughs> they get Bon Jovi tickets if they. Uh, oh, they sweet. Which, uh, as a New Jersey guy, I appreciate the Bon Jovi, but <laughs> not really the biggest fan. Not a big fan. We were gone to a show. A Bon Jovi show? No, yeah. no, no. Not I really bet that would thing. be fun, though. Yeah, I mean, fuck, man. Live music's always fun. It doesn't really matter, especially a show like that. I've been to a Metallica show. But... Me too. Was it in 1992? It was... No, sadly. <laughs> it was when they were all old, so it was, it was a very weird experience. Yeah, they still fun on a good show, though. Oh, yeah, it was It was good. Just, I don't know. It was clean, you know what I mean? It was. There were children there. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure they might there might have been grandchildren there too. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. It's kind of a bummer. Little babies with Metallica shirts on. That was my first show. Well, second show ever was the Metallica Guns N' Roses Faith No More at Giant Stadium. Oh, that's awesome. Were you you've been there? Well, I don't think. Yeah. It was and I remember the first thing that happened when Guns N' Roses started when Metallica started playing was a uh, a joint was lit up, which was shocking mm-hmm. when you're. 15 and someone lights up a joint in public next to you lost mm-hmm. my fucking mind and then the guy in front of me picked up his girlfriend who i assume was probably like 40 years old <laughs> put her on his shoulders with the little booty shorts and just held her up there for the next two hours and i just went i think i'm an adult now i think i'm really wow. living life like an adult wow. now like this is pretty impressive all right have you ever so. done that held a girl on your shoulders for two hours at a show no 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 I've been held by a girl for two hours. Oh right, right. <laughs> like a ba- more like a more like a baby, right? Uh, or like a back. I put a girl on a ba- my back like a backpack and ran around the show. Okay. Oh, they put the radio in the fryer. That's fantastic. Yeah, you just gotta say fuck it. It's almost like Sookie and uh and Gilmore Girls just putting shit in the deep fryer. Eventually, you know, they put the turkey in there. That was the big thing with deep fryer starting, right? Like, what could we put in the deep fryer? Oreos. Well, that, I mean, that's that's how I live my life, though. Anything can be deep fried. <laughs> my brain has been deep fried for like 20 years. Yep. <laughs> or chicken fried, like that. Uh, who's that guy? Zach that a... Brown. There you go. 
That's what you need in your uh, your of all the names you could choose. When you get the chance for a pseudonym, you're gonna be like Brown. That's what I need. Yeah. The color of poop. Dude, we're getting a cornholio episode coming up. What? <laughs> many I mean, things poop- are brown. Yeah, well, many poops are different colors too. They're going to Stuart's house. Yeah, I just got excited because I saw Stuart's mom. Oh, that sounded weird, but she is pretty yeah, cute. Stuart's mom. <laughs> She's got it going on. She's yeah, got two little hot got a little, Yeah, a little leotard. Headband on. Beavis can't fucking hit. <laughs> oh, God. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, once you hit an older age, you just go like I just think I'm just gonna give up on on like existence and just live my life like Beavis, just pure id. Three burritos. It's, is it's tempting, like every day. You know, just fucking do it. Like yeah. fucking, I don't give a shit. Just fucking go for it, man. Had enough of this bullshit. Getting up every day. They're eating breakfast burritos, which is which is a wild, one of those weird things we talk about, which is wild for this, the nineties. Mm-hmm. McDonald's had breakfast burritos once. That was a big life. Oh. <laughs> they don't like them. Oh fuck! What's she putting them? <laughs> You're not into these breakfast burritos. Too healthy, man. I got eggs in mine. <laughs> no wonder just, Stewart's got diarrhea. <laughs> oh fuck! They just opened. The, <laughs> oh my they God. just opened the cabinet and there was a box of things. Something that just said starch. Brand treats. Oh god. Wow. Oh. Chocolate nibs, lollipops. You ever know, uh snoop in people's cabinet cabinets in their pantries? Yeah, I would every time I've ever been to anyone's house. <laughs> like what you got shit. for snacks? Snacks, what's in the medicine cabinet? Oh this, what does this pill do to me? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck up your birth control. I'll take all the oh, I'll shit. take I'll take all the placebos. <laughs> did you ever know a girl with chocolate nibs before? I did. <laughs> nope. Yeah, they were cute. Not <laughs> <even> me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, is he, freaking the fuck he out. He is out of his fucking mind. This is the great Cornholio. He's this coming. is just this is the this is look at Daria. Daria's hanging out. Yeah. She's not moving, but <laughs> that's just an animation thing. <laughs> oh, there she is. Are you threatening me? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it funny? It's Why the no it's funny? the no sell. It's that they're no selling them and it's just like this these motherfucker this motherfucker is doing his shit. It's like He's just like teepee for my bubble. <laughs> so stupid. But has just kind of like, yeah, man, he's got his own little journey. Don't worry about it. Like, we've all had our friend that had a hippie freak out, right? And they're doing their thing, and you just go, all right, man, like, my buddy's just got his own little journey going on right now. And sometimes I've been that buddy. Probably more times than not, but just let me do it. Well, usually we just lay him down in the bar and let him take a little nap, and then he feels fine after that. Oh, you can't do that to me. (laughs) I'm all amped up. I get it. I get it. Romy. (laughs) 
I love Butthead's natural. You just leave places, don't you? I bet people turn around and go like, "Where's Rocco?" Yeah, I'm a. I'm in need of a leash. Would probably be a thing that. Fuck that. That that's annoying. Like no. We went on tour once, and I wound up in the middle of an ocean, and my phone was drenched, and I almost got pulled out to sea while my most of my band was eating lobster rolls on top of the mountain. The whole thing. Why? Because it was boring me. I didn't want to watch people eat food in front of me, so I just decided to go into the water. And then the water came in and took me out. <laughs> anyway. Ooh, Espana. I like the uh, Spanish teacher on this. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the representation of goths and metalheads in the in the crew. Like this, <laughs> this Texas high school has a lot of like alt people in it. Which is... Alt people. Well, you know, you got the goths, you got a little metalhead, you got like this guy with a kiss shirt on. The great Cornholio. And Cornholio who's just roaming through the halls going from <laughs> Just asking for TP for his bunghole. Senior Petus. <laughs> this kiss kid is shocked. Everyone's just shocked in silence. Vincent watching. Price is very angry. <laughs> <laughs> he sent him to the principal. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll go to the principal. <laughs> I'm just roaming around, man. I don't give a shit. Where do I come from? <laughs> The principal is vibrating as much as he is. He's so uh, fucking angry. <laughs> He's just eating candy off his desk. The principal has cigarettes on his desk, too, which is pretty cool. Why is he vibrating so much? He's so angry. Like, he's so <laughs> infuriated that this young lad is just not paying attention to the authority of the school. <laughs> his hair is fucking buzzing out. What is he eating? He's eating the candy off his desk. Or maybe they're Valium, I don't know. It looks like candy in the bit. Did principals still keep Valium on their desk like they did in the uh, 80s? Pretty sure. <laughs> they definitely had cigarettes on their desk back then. <laughs> I can't figure out what it is. I think it's just little candies. I don't know, but what kind of candies just sit out like that and that you can just eat like that? Keep a little hard candy. Maybe like at the diner, they got those mints and shit like that. You don't chew mints like that. If you're fucking cornhole, you, you do whatever the fuck you want, man. You chew those mints, you punch that fern. Hey, you don't give a shit. <laughs> Look how high. Oh, he just made that thing all set. Oh, fuck. Back to Cornholio. Yeah. <laughs> how many times did you put your your shirt over your head and, and pretend to be Beavis? I would never do that because I would never let my belly show. To oh, God. I, 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 I would never let my skin show to another human like that in a, a public setting. I would have liked to, but I would never do it. I've also known, I've never worn a hood on a hooded sweatshirt on my own head. I would never do that either. Why? I don't know. I don't think it's necessary. I think it's, uh, I think it's overkill. As our friend Tim says, I, I, as our friend Tim says, I feel like it insists upon itself. I feel like it's, <laughs> I think it's too much. I don't see the need for it. How I just, stupid, literally. Like, I don't know. Like, we're, we're, if I'm inside, do I need a hood on my head? Come on. Like, what are we doing? If it's you're not cold. just all a, cold. a ton of heat escapes out of your head. I'm not fucking the nook of the north, dude. I live in fucking New Jersey. Even when it's cold, I ain't that cold that I need a fucking hood. That's you. That is Other me. People get cold. Pussies. <laughs> get cold. Not the not the the anatomical pussy, but people. I guess pussies get cold too. Right? I don't know. No. Pussies are just always warm. Well, they're internal, so. They're eternal. They just never die. Pussy mm-hmm. never dies. 
It's like Twilight. And love never dies. <laughs> held back. Nothing is being held back. We should never hold anything back. Um, were you held back at all? Was that ever th- were you ever threatened with being held back? I told you I was a straight-A student. No, I meant like, were you ever so angry? You had to be held back mm. from fighting a bitch or a dude. Mm. Nah, nah. Verbally, but not physically, I guess. <laughs> got, got Mick Vicker again. He's all fucking. He's vibrant like a motherfucker. Double principal episodes in a row. Were you good in gym class too? Would you get yelled at by the gym coach? Or you, was that your? I went to band so that I did not have to ever do gym. Were you a flautist? No, I was a trumpet player. Mm, a coronet or a trumpet? A trumpet and a oh, melophone, wow. which is a, a marching version of a French horn. So it sounds like I'm, a French horn, but it looks like a giant trumpet. Is that just the phone that like hot older women use? Nope. A milf phone? Uh, a melophone. No. Oh, I thought you said a milf phone. No. A <laughs> phone. Oh, who's this hottie? Uh, and that was the drum major of the, of the marching bands. That's a lot of in- instruments for one uh, one lady. It's two, but sure. I mean, ladies play lots of instruments. So by drum, you mean like the drum line kind of thing? No. Like the little things the with the, the hooks major. that go over your shoulder. The drum major, who is the conductor of the band. You didn't play an instrument. You just told other people how to play the instrument. I played the trumpet for several mm-hmm. years. I played the mellophone mm-hmm. for several years. When I was mm-hmm. a junior, I tried out for the drum major. And I got it. So mm-hmm. I was a drum major for two years. So, so it's kind of like being like conductor of the to... band, and I didn't play an instrument. Delegating responsibilities. Take that John Philip Sousa and you guys do it. I'm just going to tell you how to do it. I was the maestro. Ooh, okay. How do you feel about that rabbit behind Butthead right now? They're such bad students that they have to be with kindergartners <laughs> in this episode. That rabbit looks homicidal. <laughs> that carrot could be a knife. Yeah, a knife. It's a carrot knife. These kids are adorable in this class. They are so cute. The teacher is too. The, the book is called One Hundred Honey Jars. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot read the sign behind Beavis's head, but it says like you are a dad, possibly. No. <laughs> I can't tell. They're blocking both the signs. Oh, they're coloring much faster than the other guys in the class. There's definitely death rock. That is writing. Oh, you can read, but the U is a smiley face. Oh, okay. This is the worst cookie you ever ate in your entire life. Was it an ookie cookie? Worst cookie? I don't know. Pretty much a fan of most cookies. Oh, shit. Now they're a spit night. Oh, Beavis is a terrible influence. Oh, no. 
This is a bacchanal. This is a straight up fucking orgy of spit and violence. The idea that the principal's name is Brown is just like a <laughs> subtle, subtle joke. This guy's the same guy, but just for the for the elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> just the other guy's brother. Because of Bill Clinton. They're going to go back to preschool. <laughs> just send him back to the womb. Let him, like, get a couple more months in the womb and maybe it'll develop a little better. As a good student, I, I assume you've never been in the uh, principal's office. Uh, a few times. For commendations, though. Uh, no, I, I got in trouble a couple no. times. Nothing crazy. Were you ever in a tug of war between the high school principal and the elementary school principal? No, I wasn't. I like the uh, the level of innocence that they they never. I don't believe they're ever trying to be uh, malevolent in their intentions. Mm-hmm. I think they're just kind of bored with the system. Yeah, they're just dumbasses. The only thing that's weird to me is, I, I they never. <laughs> I don't know, and I've watched many episodes. I don't know if they ever truly acknowledge if they like each other. They're kind of just stuck together. Like, there's no, like, I feel like this show, I I think I've espoused my love of Jackass many times, where I think that's a show about male bonding. I don't know if they're really bonding (laughs) in this show, you know? I feel like they are, right? They're pros. I don't don't know if they, like, they've never, I've never seen them embrace. I've never really seen them be like, I don't even know if they really ever even get each other's back too much, you know? They never kind of. Well, yeah, I mean, Butthead just did leave him starving outside. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, literally starving, eating... I think he left him in that pipe, too, from that first episode. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I kind of... I don't, I kinda, like you said, I don't think it's malicious. It's just, he's dumb. Also, I think that is, you know, 12, 13-year-old boys at that age, where you get a little older and you start to appreciate the uh, the uh, the friendships and the bonds of uh, male bonds mm-hmm. that you might have, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back then, uh, it might not be the same. I just saw the last name Skrupski, which is a guy I had. A, I went to school with a Skrupski. That is um, very <laughs> specific Skrupsky. name. Yes. Yeah, he, he had blue hair. He introduced me to the band The Lemonheads. So. Okay. Well, Rocco Martell, mm. uh, we have watched an hour of Beavis and <laughs> Nice. I mean, I feel like we watched about twenty episodes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of episodes. Well, that's good though. <laughs> Um, so what do you got to talk about as far as other podcasts, other things that you do? Um, I do the dishes a lot at my house, uh, Uh clean up the cat litter. Is that what you meant? Yep. That's exactly what I meant. And I'm done. (laughs) Um, I can be found, uh, you'll find me on a, uh, clotheslines and headlines 2.0. Oh, look at there. Yeah, like it's a new thing, and it's a it's a new fun thing that we're doing. We've been doing now. It's probably in our what like second month. Mm-hmm. Every other Friday on the, uh, the North South, um, I did a show with JT that should be I should have dropped by now, and he was smart enough to do my plugs for me because oh. he knows I'm a fucking moron and I can't right. do it myself. Because the last time I was on Pluto and I tried to plug it on uh, Beverly Hills, I literally called it. We don't talk about Pluto, much like <laughs> the Bruno song. 
And uh, Tim and uh, JT had to tell me the show that I did. So I am not a smart person. I've never told anyone I am. I also have a band. And, of course, you would want to listen to my band because you know what a fucking idiot I am. It's called Chains of the Dead. I got that right, motherfucker. So uh, listen to that. And, uh, yeah, those are the new things I have going on now. And thanks for having me, man. It was really fun. Hey, you're welcome. See, I find comedy in listening to you stumble about to plug your shows because I have done that many, 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 many a time. Stumbled through a plug. So, I don't know. I'm weird, and I think shit like that's funny. Um, I should have mentioned this, but as I do the math, I think this is going to end up being the 100th episode of The Jenny Position. So... You got that. You're on the 100th show. That's a pretty big deal. We could be syndicated now. Yep. So that is – obviously, I've done, you know, tons of um, podcasts, Cross Wrestling and Place to Be, everything. Um, but this has been all me. Like, this entire feed, I have done every episode of – edited every episode, socialized it, you know, promoted it, and um, it's all me. So I'm sort of psyched that That's I've fucking... gotten to 100 episodes. That is impressive, man. That is super impressive. I am proud to say that you had me on the show for number 100. There you go. Three um, digits. I'm, I've only had two digits. Two, two digits. The joke's not even funny. I only had two digits inside me. Now I've had two inside <laughs> me. I don't know. Is it funny if I have to fucking say it's it twelve times? Right. I got the you got you got the middle finger in there now. I don't know. I'm sorry, but what a great little sweet thing you were saying, and I ruined it with not only a fucking gross joke, but a gross joke I couldn't even fucking say. Cause I'm like stupid now. Well, well done. Uh, thank you for having me on number. <laughs> Thanks for having me on 100. It was awesome, and you're the best. And it's one of my favorite shows that I've been listening to since close to number one. Okay, awesome, thanks. So you can listen to this, you can listen to Freak Out Driving, um, Talking Pop, hopefully. You can have another, maybe a Rocco episode. Probably mm. And the Journey Through Infinity um, on Wednesdays, right here on the North South Connection. And uh, my wrestling content is also here uh, with the ECW. Uh, it is called The Extreme Three Way Dance. And then on the Place to Be Wrestling podcast feed, you can hear Talking WCW and PTV NXT. Everything's linked on Twitter at Jenny Position. And thanks for listening for 100 